Welcome to Activations with JJ Ascension Message. Today we'll be talking about how we can live multidimensionally as it relates to astrology and human design, as well as what we're doing to navigate these post-eclipse season energies. Greetings, my friends. I'm so happy to have you join me for this episode. I have admittedly taken a small little break from publishing the podcast, but here I am again, refreshed somewhat, still navigating this very fascinating territory. After this eclipse season, having done so many releases, I feel like we're also shifting into a new timeline. But the funny thing about the energy I'm feeling right now, and it might have something to do with Mercury being in retrograde, I'm not sure. I feel like we're going in slow motion right now. Like things are going a lot slower than they normally have been for my my like most last three or four timeline shifts. And so it's it's been interesting. I'm like, is something wrong? Am I doing something wrong? Or it's just the energy right now. The energy right now is taking a little bit longer for us. I believe that the shifts we're about to make, and everybody will kind of make them at their own pace, but the shifts we're about to make are going to be really big. And so it's taking us a little bit longer to ramp up to that and to calibrate to those. So if you've been feeling that, if you've been feeling stuck, weighed down, bogged down, don't worry. The shift is coming. It will happen at the right time for you but it might just be going a little bit slower than it has in, say, you know, around February, March, what it was doing. It's just a different time. So be patient. Be patient. I know that's hard sometimes. In addition to that, I just had so many incredible experiences throughout eclipse season with all of the sessions that I was doing to help people release energies. I've talked about those on other podcasts a little bit. This last Sunday, I also had our Lemurian Sisterhood of the Rose Gathering, and wow, it was so powerful. If you have a chance to join one, they happen every single month. You can click on the link below to find out the exact dates, but anyhow, they're so, so amazing. We had an activation where we literally were working with the Rose template, not just for Gaia, but also in our own bodies, I actually plan on publishing an activation and a guided meditation where we walk through that as well so you can have access to it. I've also had recently my light language circles. I have one more coming up on May 29th and that is going to be in the evening Pacific time. So if you are in Australia, New Zealand, in that part of the world, this one is for you. You finally get to have one happen that is not in the middle of the night for you. I would love to have you join us. The light language circles have just blown my mind. The last light language circle, so the one that happened on the 22nd of May, was literally, I wasn't expecting it. At the end, I kind of felt drawn to just have everybody drop in the chat a light language that they would like to hear. And so I I don't know how many I did. It was probably about 12 different light languages where I was just shooting off these light language phrases to them in little snippets. And it was so cool, the energy and the activations that were happening just from that. 
transfer to the different light languages from the different starseed races. So I don't know what's going to happen on the 29th. It could be anything. But I do know that whatever happens is what you're supposed to do and learn. And it's extremely activating to be in this container of so many people who are also wanting to activate their light language abilities, open their throat chakras, and have fun. In both of the sessions, both circles, the 15th of May and the 22nd of May, Spirit has really invited us to play like our inner child, right? To play and to have fun with the language. And as I look back at my progression through learning light language, that really is a key element, is really tapping into that inner child. And I have children, and so I think that I'm, you know, kind of around that already, and so it's been helpful. I've also taught children in the past, just tapping into that energy. So if you are really trying to get that light language down, I encourage you to invite your inner child in. Speaking of other gatherings that are happening, I also I have that light language gathering on the 29th of May. The link is below. The next gatherings I have are the Sunday after that. On June 5th, I have an Arcturian gathering and a Pleiadian gathering. The Arcturian gathering is happening in the morning, the Pleiadian in the evening. The last Arcturian gathering I had, and I used to do the Arcturian circle of eight, where I limited the amount of people that could come. Well, just this last time when I held it, it was actually the 22nd of May, I was taking a nap in the middle of the day before we had our Arcturian gathering. And the the Arcturians came into my dreams and said, we would like you to please open up this gathering to more than eight people because we will be sending you more than eight. And they need to come to this gathering and so I just on a whim like I woke up and I was like okay so I posted on social media hey I've just opened up this gathering to more people and some people dropped in that I knew were supposed to be there we had four or five extra people come into that gathering so if you're one of those people that feels drawn to connect with you know the Pleiadians or the Arcturians if you're new it's okay I've had a lot of people come it would be their first gathering their first time doing any of this It's not scary, I promise you. It's an incredible, incredible experience. I take you through it quite gently and lovingly, and everybody is holding space for each other as we explore this new territory. It's really, really incredible. So go ahead and click on the links below if you're interested in either one of those gatherings. All right, I'm done with all my announcements. I'm going to shift into the theme. This particular topic was brought to my attention through a one-on-one session that I was having with someone. I believe they were asking me about my human design. I remember finding out what my human design type was and I promptly forgot it. (laughs) And the reason why is because I'm not always liking to be pinned down to one. In astrology, I actually straddle two signs, in fact. And that makes me feel like I'm divergent, if you guys know what that means. Let me tell you my personal feelings and impressions about where we're at with things like astrological signs, uh, human design type, Enneagram, all of those things. What happened was I asked spirit, I was like, what's going on? Why do I feel like first first of all, I could feel like I could be any of them at any moment in time and I feel myself shifting back and forth. And I think if I remember right, some of them teach that you can do that. 
But honestly, what's been coming through so strongly is spirit says, listen, as you become a more multidimensional being, you cannot be put in a box of a personality type or an astrological sign. We will be offering you the opportunity to tap into the strengths and traits and characteristics and gifts of every single one of them, depending on the situation that you're in. So if you need to step into your power and be really forward energy, then we're going to go ahead and let you tap into some Aries energy. If you need to be more balanced, then we're going to tap you into the Libra energy. Or if you are working with somebody, say you're a light worker or a healer, and you feel drawn to be a reflector, we're going to allow you to do that too. So even though you may not have been labeled as that, when you are a multidimensional being, you will be able to have access freely to any of those and it will come very easily to you. Because I know a lot of people worry about it and I think some of it's programming and the programming by no means is malicious, right? But it's there. It's there and there's a lot of astrology. I love astrology. It's incredible. But the problem is, is that at surface level, some people don't go super deep into it and they just use it to sort of excuse or diagnose their behaviors, not really feeling empowered. There's this empowerment piece that I believe is available to us. I really, truly do. I think that the stars and the constellations have a really awesome energy that we can access and that can offer so much to us but sometimes we don't dig deep enough to just discover what that is it's almost like spirits telling me look on the old earth things were this way you know the signs were this way we're shifting into the new earth in fact I was looking at a YouTube video by Bracca Goldsmith I don't know if you follow Bracca Goldsmith but she was talking about is your astrological sign incorrect Because I know there are some theories floating around out there saying that the whole way that it's been done is, you know, wrong. And so like we need to shift all of them over. And But even still, I truly believe that as we step into multidimensionality, that's what's going to happen. You're going to be able to call in whichever personality type or sign you need at any given moment. What will this do for you? It will absolutely make it easier for you to navigate relationships, for one, and to manifest, for two. It will make you more self-aware. But all of this can be done very much on a subconscious level through intention. I know a lot of people out there are like, but how do I do that? Like, I can't just go throughout my day and be like switching. It's almost like personalities, like split personalities. I'm going to switch from one to the next to the next. And that's not how it feels for me. And I think I'm slowly stepping into this because this is what my whole life is about is multidimensionality right now. I'm literally taking people through all kinds of dimensions and stuff is coming through in my sessions lately that's blowing my mind. Stuff that I've never, ever, ever brought through before. And I don't know why. I, I, I do actually I do partly know. Part of it is that people are wanting more. So as, as the world and the collective is, is leveling up, I'm feeling that through my sessions. People are going so deep. It's not just like, I want to know what two of my past lives on earth were. It's like, no, I want to know 
what my soul is made of and how my particular makeup and grid of my body is different because I'm this particular star race and so my chakras are different and they need to be worked with differently and I do have these little devices and implants that were not put there by you know for malicious reasons they were actually there to help me because it's an advanced kind of AI to help me function on this planet and do the job that I was meant to do those are the things I'm bringing through and I would love to connect with you about that kind of thing. Most people that come to me had spirit tapping on their shoulder, knocking on their door, be like, this person could activate some memories. You may want to consider this. So I'm happy to activate any memories that you would like to open. It's always fun for me to do so. It kind of feels like we're playing in this really amazing cosmic sandbox, honestly. All right, shifting gears a little bit. Back to what I was mentioning about the multidimensionality. I do want you to know that if you feel drawn to a particular sign, let's not throw all that out the window right now. But as you begin to integrate additional soul aspects, I do that as a modality. I believe people are doing it all over the place without JJ doing it with them because I think it's just happening on the planet. But I do that in my multidimensional soul integration is we do past life regression and then we bring in those soul aspects which are ready to be reintegrated as you ascend in your density and are able to carry more energy with you. This is kind of, I've talked about this in a past episode, but where I first dipped my toe into all of this was through Dolores Cannon. It was kind of more, probably more like Eckhart Tolle type stuff right after that it was Dolores Cannon and I kept wondering and thinking about past life regression and what was the point and of course with her a lot of what she was doing that the subconscious would heal people her body was being their bodies were being healed but I tapped into her energy to explore what the point of it was and if there was more to it And as I was doing that, and by the way, everyone has access to the collective consciousness in which all authors, all gurus, all people's collective consciousness is stored. Their individual consciousness is stored in the collective. It's like a big library, right? Kind of like the Akashic Records. And she says, the point of doing the past life regression was not to do the past life regression for the sake of it. Yes, it makes people aware. Yes, it can actually activate people. But it it's goes the next step from that. It's the integration of the soul aspects that is vital to ascension. Because what is happening is you can only get to a certain ascension level, if you want to call it that. I don't want to like grade it and make it feel very hierarchical. But this is just what the way they've explained it to me. Is you can only get there through the integrating of additional soul aspects as your energetic capacity grows and you release programs. If any of you have gone through a lot of releases lately, this is kind of a good segue into the post-eclipse season energies. You've emptied out a lot. Why? Because you are meant to awaken, activate, and integrate additional soul aspects. Receive more codes. And these are really deep codes again in my one-on-one sessions I've been bringing through these energies that are very advanced gods and goddesses we'll call them ascended masters 
and they are bringing through like what the mystery schools are. They're going almost so many of my sessions lately, people have been going to temples of the mystery schools. That's the best way for me to define it. But they're cosmic temples. They're not on our planet. I'm often interacting with Ascended Masters. Ra has been coming in a lot. You guys know that because I did some activations in some light language. So has several of the Egyptian goddesses and beyond. Some of them are not from our planet. We do not know of them. They are not gods and goddesses from our ancient cultures. They are gods and goddesses from other planets. I just barely connected with some of those and I'm so fascinated so fascinated. The only way I can do these is with the one-on-one sessions. <laughs> they really push me to get to know these gods and goddesses because they're yours. They're your family. These are the organizations in the mystery schools that your soul is a part of. And I'm just kind of like a, a, a guide to help you remember what you're a part of. And I'm not actually part of all of these mystery schools. In fact, I've had sessions where they basically said, this is for the person only to know, so we will drop this in their mind. And I kind of stopped channeling for a moment, let the scene play out, and then I drop back in when they say, okay, we're ready to help have you continue to describe what's going on here. But that particular code was not for you. That particular activation was not for you to know in your consciousness. But we dropped it into them. You can you can proceed. Anyway, that's been that's been really entertaining to experience and fun and new for me so anyway you can tell it really is something I'm passionate about is is guiding through these things and there's so many ways you can do this I always try to tell people I'm like we're not living in this age where some guru has to show you everything you all have the power within you to walk through these things with your intention and desire If you set the intention and desire that you're going to sit down and do automatic writing one day and you ask, what mystery schools have I been a part of? And then you just start writing. Words may come up. Drawings may come up. Let it pour in, however it comes, however it comes. And then later, little by little, step by step, you'll start decoding all of these things that you're getting. Some of you are already doing that, and I know you're experiencing it. Well, I want to go ahead and wrap up here. I've already gone a little bit longer than my normal episodes, and I appreciate you hanging out with me today. Plan on watching for my rose template chakra activation that's coming down the way in the next couple of days. I cannot wait for you to listen to that. It was so incredible as I walked our Lemurian Sisterhood of the Rose participants in that, and I want you to experience it as well. I am so grateful to have you co-creating with me It has been just so awe-inspiring to see how many people are willing to open their consciousness to what I have to offer. It's really not me. It's I'm the conduit, but all of these amazing, incredible, powerful beings are bringing through these codes and people are opening to them. You are one of them. And again, I thank you so much for co-creating with me. I'm sending you so much love and honoring the divine being that you are. Until next time.